0: Welcome back everyone to episode number 185 of Stream of Thought and I'm here with Victor and we talk about a little bit about his LA lifestyle and you think about LA lifestyle, the glitz and glamour, but what about the police sirens going off in the background, the helicopters buzzing overhead, the chaos that ensues around his own apartment, but then if you're trying to get from one destination to another, you gotta have a passport or a ID to get you where you need to go. I talk a little bit about my frustrations with the DMV and Victor's experiences with passports.
1: Yes, and waiting in line at the DMV certainly accelerates the aging process, which is the next subject on our episode. Aging, quantum mechanics. How is it that two people, the identical age, one can look like they're great in their 30s or 40s and the other look like they're 90? I have no idea. Then we talk about thoughts. That's right, thoughts. That hottie over there. I give Ricks a little, well, I try to explain to him what it is, but it's a little bit difficult. So with that being said, episode number 185, a stream of thought. We hope you enjoy. How how often
0: do, is that a thing where like cop? choppers are looking for like is that a regular occurrence
1: dude it's all the time
0: is it reported on the news it
1: is all the time no it's not i mean some type of some stuff is i think i was like no it's not i don't watch the news i like pay attention to headlines sometimes but oh the helicopter sound is gone
0: oh that's wild.
1: and i find it a bit comical because of just the frequency at which it happens one time my uh my neighbor the my street was blocked off my street and the two streets that are adjacent to my street were totally blocked off and cars weren't allowed to leave or enter and my neighbor had just got done doing something i don't know it was late at night and uh she tries to come home and they wouldn't let her on our street. And she's waiting and waiting and waiting. And I don't know what time. It's probably like 11 or midnight. But she ended up going somewhere up on Mulholland or finding somewhere to park her car and slept in her car because she wasn't allowed to come up on our street.
0: And that that's like a... That's that can be a regular thing in LA. That just that just happens. It
1: is a regular thing. Oh, I don't know about. I mean, obviously not, definitely not Beverly Hills, and most likely not West Hollywood. But Hollywood, East Hollywood, for sure. Oh, that's wild. And no, not at all. Oh my goodness, I've lost track of the amount of time. I mean, it, it's not like it's since I've lived here. It's not like it's been. You know, a hundred times that this happens every single week. But on my street and, you know, on my street or the street uh, that's parallel to me, you know, within a one or – where I am located, within a one or two block radius, you know, it happens every – I don't know, every several weeks, every few months where my street is actually blocked off. Oh my god. And it's always – they're always – it's always somebody or a group of people that they have been confirmed. They have guns and they block off all the streets. And the, sometimes what happens is people like will step outside to see what's going on or whatever. And then the helicopter from the loudspeaker will, will you know. Go say, inside. You know,
0: stay inside. <laughs> yeah,
1: go inside. <laughs> return to your homes. Do not come onto the street. I repeat, do not come onto the street. Stay in your homes. It, a couple times you hear, um, a couple times you hear them say, you know, uh, you have one minute to come out of the building, lay down your weapons, and come out. You have one minute. And it's like, and then you're hearing this as yeah, I'm going about my day, you know, or my evening in my apartment. And I hear that. I go, aha! You hear? They found him.
0: You hear this from your apartment?
1: Yeah, it's happening right outside on my street. It's happening either on my street <laughs> oh my or one block or within or within one block of me in any direction (laughs) and obviously i mean this happens in other places that i don't know about because it's farther away from me but where i live yes it is frequent
0: so so is this part of your sales pitch to get me come out and visit you that there's a good chance that i'll get 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 a chance to overhear some uh some nefarious crime getting taken down by
1: i don't know how to even describe Begin to describe Hollywood, the actual Hollywood district, as well as LA in general. Like, once you start living here, I always say, I always feel that it, you know, every year I learn a little bit more and it continues to reveal itself to me. So,
0: year 2021, the year of learning about crime in LA. No, I knew about this before,
1: but it's just. I don't know. It's weird. It's like in the background.
0: No, I I was just going to ask if that was kind of an L.A. thing where an inside, you know, how people are from Chicago or New York or whatever. They have their like little little things that they can say to resonate with. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about because you've lived there kind of thing. Is that is there that kind of psychic understanding? Oh,
1: for sure. The other day. Yeah, absolutely. There's because there's there's actually an Instagram account called or there's various ones. There's an Instagram account called Overheard LA. And there are other accounts, I believe, called Overheard New York or Overheard London for major cities, where it's, you know, a quick dialogue. And some of them are written as jokes, but it's a quick dialogue, and it'll say, you know, person one, person two, person one, person two. Just quick thing. Or maybe just one person says something, and it's something related to the city that you would only get if you lived in the city. Okay. I had one of those moments the other day. Something was there was something happened and it made me think about like parking on the street and I I wish I would have written this down. But my first thought was you know, will my car be okay or will there be a parking spot? And and the the you know, whatever the imaginative situation was in my head, no normal person would think about their car or parking spot. But that's like the first thing I thought of. It was like, oh, that's an LA moment right there. Nice.
0: <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of driving, what? I had an experience at the uh, the DMV the other day. Very very short experience, but what did you go there so for? You know how there was this this. Uh, federal thing that was going in place where you had to update your ID to get, like, the real ID. I don't know. Different states might call it different things. But it's, like, official government. You need that to be able to travel on planes or go into, like, government buildings kind of thing, right? Do you have one of those?
1: I do not because I forgot the paperwork because I when I went to get my driver's license, I because i mean the only you only need like two extra pieces of paperwork to get the real id or something whatever it is and what i brought with me to the dmv i just grabbed it cuz it was from the bank but it what didn't work because it was a general it was, mail from the, it was general mail from the bank with my address on it, but it wasn't specif- specific to me, like with my account number. number or my address on the document inside or anything. So I couldn't get it, and I said, fuck it. That's not happening for another year and a half. I got plenty of time, and that went into effect in October.
0: Well, it, it's going into – they, they pushed it off a year, so it hasn't gone, it, oh, it hasn't they gone did. into an effect yet. It, it's not until this coming October.
1: Oh, so
0: you you were still able to travel safely for another like six months or so.
1: I mean, I've only traveled one time since I thought it started and I brought my passport. Oh, that's right. But... You have
0: a passport too. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That'll, that'll get you anywhere.
1: Dude, get this. So real quick, side tangent, we'll get, we're definitely going to come back to your DMV story, but <laughs> let me just throw this in there because you said <laughs> yes. passport. So when I was on spring break in college, long story short, I lost everything on day two. I lost my phone. I lost my wallet. I lost, you know, some articles of clothing, my hat, my sunglasses, yada, yada, yada. You know, I lost all my shit. Day two of spring break. And uh, anyway, when I came back to campus, I had to get a new ID because I didn't have a wallet. Luckily, I paid for the gas on the way to Florida. And so I was like, all right, everyone, cough up, cough it up i need cash thank goodness i was the one who put all the gas on my credit card so i had cash but anyway when i came back to campus to get into the bars i only had a passport i didn't have my driver's license and anytime i'd go to the bars they they'd look at it is this real i they like there was this hesitation and they're like you don't you don't have second form of id <coughs> no bro I don't uh, like. It doesn't get any more official than a nation's passport. So I don't know what you want. Can
0: get you into an embassy in Kuwait. It should be able to get me into the dive bar.
1: Yeah, dude. It's like the, the most official document in the world. <laughs> so I don't know why you're, you know, looking at me like I'm up to something.
0: <laughs> it's too up there. Not not very many people walk around yeah. with passports as uh, as their primary form of identification. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wild.
1: Yeah, okay, continue. So you're at the DMV, and you are getting this real ID.
0: So in theory, I mean, it's it's a very short story, but basically my mom and I ended up going there. She needs to renew hers for because uh, birthday stuff or whatever, and I need to get the real ID before October. So, like, went together, and we show up at this place. And obviously with COVID, Illinois is still, like, super locked down and all that. And so there's this line of probably about 30 or some people out the door, and I'm assuming there's probably only something about 10, 15 people actually in the DMV uh, getting their stuff done, and so we get in line. It's like, oh, wow, this is going to take a while. We got there at like 10 a.m., something like that, and then as apparently they've been doing recently, they have a guy walking up and down saying and I hear this in in the back and it doesn't register for a couple of seconds until he says it for like the third or fourth time. Do you have a reservation? Do you have a reservation? Do you have a reservation? It's like, Whoa, Whoa. Okay. That's interesting. And so he ends up uh, coming up to us. There's another woman in front who also doesn't have a reservation. So, he, so we're over overhearing that conversation. It's like, Oh, you know, just sign up and show up at, at the appointed time kind of thing. And then, She leaves, and he comes to us, and my mom, who has been trying to log on to the DMV site for Illinois, basically said, uh, I tried calling, they said to go on the website, I went on the website, and the website was down, so I couldn't make an appointment, so I called back, and they said they don't take phone appointments, he's like, oh yeah, so what you have to do is show up at about 7 o'clock, stand in line to make an appointment, we'll give you a time, whether it's that day or the following day, and you come back at your appointment time. <laughs> and so we're like, oh my goodness. And luckily he was a super helpful guy because both we we had all our papers with us. We didn't know that this whole reservation thing existed. And so we were showing him the papers, like are are these sufficient papers and stuff like that. And the bank statement or whatever, because I have it from a, a local bank that when it prints out the statements, it doesn't have the full account number. And he's like, "This needs to have the full account number on it." <laughs> My bank doesn't do that. <laughs> he's like, "Well, do you have a do you have a home mortgage or something like that?" I said, uh, a title or a deed." and i said i have a i have a title to my car bro
1: google my name i don't have shit <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> i have a title to my car he's like no we don't accept anything vehicle automotive related when it comes to verification of identity you, you got to like own a home rent a home have utility bills have bank statements all that and i'm thinking to myself whoa for somebody who's like a destitute person, man, if I was living on my own, there is no way I'd be able to get this real ID. Absolutely no way with all the different things. I mean, birth certificate, social security card, bank statement, um, like a title or deed, mortgage, stuff like that. And yeah. So luckily, uh, luckily from my, my old pastor days in the UCC, I still have a pension, and so I was able to log on to the pension board and print off my pension statement or whatever. Obviously, it hasn't gone up in the past five years, but it's still I still get quarterly statements. So he said, that's fine. And then I said, I actually, on my bank statement, because I was reading online, <laughs> it needed the full account numbers. I actually wrote it in pen, and it was right above there. I said, so I wrote my account there you know, if, if that's sufficient, he's like, eh, ah, that's probably okay. Which probably means when I get up to the front desk, no, it's not going to be okay <laughs> uh, or a pay stub or something like that. So yeah, I, I was just like, Holy crap. I mean, it, it was good that we learned that because, uh, neither my mom or I had uh, enough documents to be able to actually, uh, get the real ID anyway, if we had been able to make it that day. But.
1: Yeah, we have that in, uh, That's why it took me like – dude, it took me like six months or so to get my driver's license because same thing. This is before COVID, of course, where I am looking up where to get my – where to register my car, get my driver's license and all because some – Locations only do certain things, while other locations will do everything. Like you have to look up, you have to go online and say what you're trying to do, and then it'll tell you what location you can go to that's closest to you. Um, right. So I look, and I'm like, "This can't be right," because it says pick a you know choose a reservation, and the next reservation reservation date was like two or three months out. And I'm like, "Fuck this! I'll just come back later." And so you know, thinking it's an error, not really really understanding what's going on i come back to the website like a month later i forget about it completely i come back and then same thing make a reservation to oh no the first time actually the first time it was there are no reservation dates available i'm like looking out three months in advance I'm, like whatever so then i go back a second time like a month later and then i make a reservation for you know two months down the road i get there there's a line huge line at the door it's hot outside I'm standing in that line for like 10 minutes and then I'm like, there's no way. And so I asked them, do you guys have a reservation or like what's going on? like, oh, no, we're just walk-ups. The reservation, you can walk just right up. Thank goodness. So I walk up. I'm only in line for 10 minutes before I'm like, something's got to be up. So I walk up and they're like, yeah, go ahead. And I go in there and everything's, you know, smooth. But I couldn't believe that I had to make a reservation, that I couldn't just walk
0: up in the first place. Dude, I mean, and and think about when crunch time comes, when everyone is actually scrambling to get their, their real IDs come October 31st. It's like, dude, I mean, I'm glad that we're going seven months early, but still, the fact that everything is so overloaded right now, and that you have to show up in person at 7 a.m. to make a reservation— To come back probably another day is just, it boggles my mind. I don't, I fundamentally don't understand it. And my ID doesn't expire for another like three years either.
1: I'm not even going to get a real ID until my ID expires. You're, yeah. Fuck it. I'm not doing all, think of, think of how much time and energy you are putting into something that is not necessary. You probably, you don't have a passport, do you? Or maybe I mean you got whatever. It's different for everyone. I'm not gonna do it. I have a passport. I have an ID that that has not expired. Fuck it, it. it
0: seriously sounds like the same sort of process and complicated issue to try and get a passport as it does to get this real ID thing. I I mean I I probably would have better luck getting a passport than I would getting this uh this new ID. But dude, because it it's been when when did you get your yeah. passport last? Because for me it was. All the way back, I think I was, like, in sixth grade when I got my, my passport.
1: Uh, I renewed my passport, I think it was 2017 or 2016, oh, damn, maybe. and that
0: thing's good for, like, 10 years, too.
1: Yeah, it was 2016.
0: Wow. I got it in 2006. I
1: <laughs> and did you know, I can't remember who told me this or, or how it came about, but someone was like, oh, even if your passport expires, you know, Whenever on your birthday in, you know, 2021, you're going to want to make sure you renew it beforehand because I want to say some, I want to say, even though it's good until like your birthday or whatever, like everyone's like, no, get it renewed within the last six months like don't wait the last month or week or if you're going to be traveling you could even I don't I don't understand cuz then that defeats the purpose of an expiration date cuz someone told me like they had issues with their passport because it was within 6 months of expiring and they're like it's not expired and they were traveling and there's became like this kind of like it could have become this huge issue <laughs> d- but d- I don't know a what national the national
0: diplomatic situation problem was yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe the TSA, or maybe the guy, who knows? Maybe someone was just being an asshole. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to get my real ID. I'm not going in line, making an appointment, scheduling it, taking half a day out to go, wait in line, pay extra money for something that I don't need. You know, it works. It does. The one that I I'm, have. But uh, Sorry. Dude, so you're never going to believe what happened to me the other day. Uh, so the other day, last week. By the way, when I say the other day, it could happen – Yes, it could happen anywhere between yesterday and like <laughs> a year ago or two years ago. So the other day, last week, I go up to run – I run up to the Hollywood sign and getting there before the sun rises is hit or miss because sometimes I can't get out of bed. It's too cold. It's dark. So I go in the afternoon. Um but I like going early in the morning because it makes me feel like I accomplished something and there's like nobody there. So I run all the way up to the Hollywood sign. I get to the top at, I don't know, 630, 615 in the morning. And as I'm, I usually spend like 10 or 15 minutes at the top before I run back down. Right. And for some reason, like my knee after running or It didn't hurt while I was running, but I get to the top when I'm going to start to run back down to the bottom, like my knee, my right knee started to really hurt. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Cause this happened before where I was doing something and my knee kind of hurt a little bit. And the next day it was fine. But dude, usually it takes me about 25 to 30 minutes to run to the top. And it takes me about 20 minutes to run down. Right. Right that's running it could be like a two and a half hour thing if you walk up take some pictures and then walk your ass back down two and a half or three hours if you're taking your time lollygagging hanging out in LA fuck that I got shit to do and I live here so I'm just trying to get up and get down you know right. so I start running down and I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me my knee starts to hurt again and I'm like son of a bitch and I thought of my mom because my mom had to had. You know, I don't know when, but she's had surgery on her knee. And you know how when people get older, they're always, you know, that conversation in the background when you're with family or friends and they're fucking talking about some goddamn procedure. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck, you guys don't have anything better to talk about that you have to talk about your fucking medical condition. You know what I'm saying? You know, talking about different fucking... Arthritis creams and Polydent and all this other shit, yeah, you know. Yeah, and so and so uh, and so I started thinking about my mom, and um, my mom and I have a very what we refer to as a as a wicked as like a a wicked sense of humor. Like we laugh at each other, you know, while, while the other person yeah. is suffering through something totally. we we laugh at people you know we laugh at them and uh sometimes and so whenever she's like has problems with her knee or like when she was visiting last year and she like was riding the electric scooter and like fell off the scooter onto the ground and like hurt her knee i was kind of laughing oh, no. and everyone around is like Oh are you okay are you okay and uh and so anyway I'm going down this I'm trying to run. I can't even run, dude. I, because I can't put body weight on just my single leg. And I'm like, fucking A. And I like to think of myself as someone who's healthy, takes care of himself. I like to stretch, be active, and I'm like, shit. Was this inevitable? You know? Could I have done anything to prevent this? Or is just is this the beginning? <laughs> at 32 at nearly 33 years of age is this the first thing <laughs> that may that I may have for the rest of my life where if I run longer than 30 minutes or so my knee will start acting up and I'm like no 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 this can't, this can't be no 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 and so it it was like sore the right it was like it, it feels like it was a ligament or something like it wasn't oh, the right, bone a ligament it was on, oh, the, on the okay. side yeah. go on it was on the it was on the outside uh-huh. of my knee and it was kind of sore for a few days and I went running today and it was fine but then I was thinking man I hope this is something that only happens when it's you know under 50 degrees outside <laughs> but I was just sitting there I'm like fuck man damn it but I did think you know what I'll I'll take it you know I'll take this over like losing hair <laughs> or having, like, premature wrinkles, <laughs> or having, like, a, or having or having gone, you know, white hair, majority white hair, you know what so, I'm saying? So of all the ailments, of all of the things that happen to people as they age, I'm okay with this so one.
0: So let me ask you this, because this actually, I don't know, for some reason, this, this thought was crossing my mind yeah, a couple of weeks ago or something like that. If there were three things that you fear most about about getting old, things that happen to you. What, like, what are the top three things that, like, order of? Well, just top three things. They don't have to be in order, but the fear. The I, for me, it's like uh, losing hair, losing my hair, um, becoming obese, and losing my mind. <laughs> Dude. First, I'll
1: say I saw this picture on Instagram where there's a photo of these two women and the caption said something like, you know, believe it or not, these two women are both 74 years old. And one of them looks like your stereotypical American uh, matronly elderly grandmother, you know, very warm, humble. Makes a mean apple pie. (laughs) The other was a very thin and fit, attractive woman who looked like they do marathons or exercise all the time. And I'm like, these two are the same age? They look like 30 years apart. This woman who's 74 looks like she's 74. This other woman who's 74 looks like she's in her late 40s. Early
0: 40s, maybe. I don't know. She looked good. It is crazy when, yeah, I mean, like, look at some of the public figures. Like, um, the um, Speaker of the House uh, in Congress, Nancy Pelosi. She's like 78, 79 years old. Yeah. What?
1: She's almost in her 80s? Uh, I
0: believe so, yeah.
1: That's how old? Uh, who was she's it? She's
0: 80. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is eighty years old.
1: Guess how old uh, FDR was?
0: Oh, wasn't he like sixty-four?
1: Was in office sixty-four. Yeah, dude. He was in his like early to mid sixties when he was in office, or when he died shortly there, or something. I don't know. All the pictures you see of him, he looks fucking old, bro. This cat looks like he is ninety, and I'm thinking this dude is near. Or I should say, the you know the photos that you see of of him. Our parents are relatively the same age as as the photos that you typically see of him in the history books or on the computer, and it's like what? What,
0: bro? It is just.
1: And that kind of goes. That kind of goes hand in hand a little bit with. uh, I heard this on on uh, Chris Hardwick's podcast a lot. How you know when he was growing up, and he he talked to his guests. You know, he's I don't know what he is forty five maybe forty three or something. Where he's like, yeah, I'm in my you know I'm in my forties, but I feel awesome. And I oh, and Gary Vaynerchuk was saying the same thing. I saw in an interview. Gary V was also like, yeah, dude. I'm in my forties, I feel like I'm just getting started. Bro. And when people were growing up, or when they were growing up, and even my my perception of people in their forties or fifties, when you're a child, you think like you're slowing down and you're waiting to die. That's the image.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> and it's like, so, my goodness. Yeah. And and I wonder too how much of that can be attributed to moisturizer. Just saying
1: I would imagine, bro, you know, you know who was looking real good for her age? Mrs. Pettis from high school. What? You want to know why? Because Mr. Pettis would be like my, my, uh, cause Mr. Pettis was like, he told us one time how old him and his wife were. I can't remember what, but he somehow he, he was like, yeah, my wife moisturizes every day. And his wife, I can't remember how old they were when we were in high school, but like she did not have wrinkly skin. She had very like soft, like rather full skin. You know, it didn't sag. It wasn't super wrinkly. It wasn't. And I was like, "Wow, dude, the power—the power of moisturizer." <laughs> A lot of it, though, too, is again going back to Chris Hardwick, right? Uh, he had said to somebody or someone told him or whatever it was. It's like, yeah, you know, when you're, when you're 30, you have this, the face that you were born with. When you're 50, you have the face that you deserve. Oh, So if you're the type of person who's always very happy and just loving life and active, like that's going to show in your face. If you're the type of person you know, your whole life or the last 20 years of your life in your 50, you know, from 30 to 50 or 20 to 50 or whatever, you've been very angry and bitter and a bit of a curmudgeon. Your face is going to be a lot tighter. It's going to be a lot more shrunken in. It's going to, it's going to show your personality, the way you carry yourself in life will show in your the physical features of your face when you reach that midlife age range. I like that. And then to top it off going on a quantum mechanic level because everything is everything is vibrations you know how i mean it's kind of the same thing but it's just kind of uh what i said a second ago but it's more it's the scientific version i guess but the way if you carry yourself as a very happy and optimistic person all of that is not only in your it's it's in your entire physiology so your organs, the rate at which your body declines for a regular average person is going to be a lot slower than for somebody, you know, than for a carbon copy of yourself of somebody who is angry and bitter. You will be more susceptible to sickness and ailments being angry and bitter or whatever, anything that's negative as opposed to being some as opposed to being Optimistic and happy and going with
0: the flow. Oh, totally. And I would say, I mean, on my end, from like the psychological perspective, it's it's all about stress, right? The amount of stress that you put on yourself, the amount of stress that you're experiencing in your like your world or whatever. Oh, that can age you years. I mean, the the number of gray hairs over the past year that I've started getting is just yeah. It's your mindset. It's all about your mindset. I
1: yes. Exactly. And going back to how we started on this whole tangent, the only thing that I'm afraid of is I would I would not want to just I, – I certainly would not want to get ALS. Fuck that. I would never – the mo- thing I fear the most is something happening where like my body beca- becomes shutting down physically and I become – decrepit and I'm shitting my pants and I have to have a wheelchair and I have to have someone feed me and I have to breathe through a tube at night, you know, I would fuck that. That's not living, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're breathing, but you're not alive. You're <laughs> barely hanging on. But would you rather have your – if 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 you if one or the other was going to happen, would you rather be physically fit? and have your mind go or would you rather be as sharp as a tack and and you know be like Stephen Hawking and not have really any control of your extremities oh man which was the word I was thinking of during the last podcast when I was like what are these not your they're not your (laughs) limbs but I was trying to think of I was trying to think of what what's the word that describes everything from your fingertip to your shoulder, from your toes down to, up to your hips, like the whole apparatus. And it was like, oh, extremities. That's what it was.
0: It, all, it always comes full circle. Yeah, man. Dude, th- those are both terrifying prospects, honestly. Um, I honestly, though, when it comes down to it, I, you know, just family uh, family ailments and stuff like that, I would choose my mind every day. I mean, you know, the body at this point in time, I feel like they can create the technology to make me one of those mechanized suits to, to allow me to move around when I need to, but you know, you can't replace the mind, not at this point anyway. So, yeah, I I opt for mind. What about you?
1: You ever see uh Bicentennial Man?
0: Oh gosh, I actually saw that like Bicentennial Man time. with uh yeah. our,
1: our... Robin Williams.
0: Oh, yes! Bicentennial Man with... yeah. Dude,
1: some yeah. of those movies from the 90s do not age well
0: at oh, all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
1: Um, but, dude, uh, switching gears. So, I'm at the... Uh, I'm at the store the other day. I'm at a liquor store because I'm picking up an order. And, dude, these girls were such thoughts. So... They were giving the cashier a hard time. You could tell that like they – I don't know if they actually believed that they were correct or if they were just stirring shit up just to cause a ruckus. But it was one of those situations where like you're at the store and you're trying to buy something and there—and it's like, no, 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 no. The price said this. I'm not paying the extra 40 cents that you're charging. You know one of those? And then – Uh excuse me. So they go check the price, they come back and like, no, I don't want I don't want this. I don't want this. Oh wait, no no, I do want it. I do want it. And just like fucking make up your mind. And so then she's like, you know, it'll be whatever. Forty forty two dollars. And she gives her the cash and she's like oh no, she's like it's forty three dollars or whatever the fuck. And she gives her the the cash and she's like, Where's my change? And she's like, It was forty three dollars. <laughs> yeah, but you need to give me my change. You gave and he's like, You gave me four you gave me forty two. No, I didn't, I gave you forty three. He's like, No, you gave me forty two. And then her friend's like, No, don't worry about it. She did the same thing to me. Just let her keep the extra dollar. You know, she's just trying to cheat us out an out of a dollar. Just let her keep it. Whatever, no big deal. It's like just buy your fucking shit and get out of the store.
0: Wow, dude.
1: You know and what I'm saying? By
0: the way- one of those
1: situations?
0: Yes. And,
1: and it's like, fucking A, stop wasting all of our time.
0: I, I can't count the number of times I had to deal with that target. By the way, so thought is that hottie over there, right? And <laughs> I don't know what that type of personality looks like, so maybe uh, you can describe... Uh, am am so, I right? i assuming-
1: I wish Neil... <laughs> I wish Neil was here right now hearing this. So I'm surprised you even know what the acronym stands for.
0: Well, thank you. I do right? what I can.
1: So yes, a, th- a thought, thought means that hottie over there. <laughs> However, when you use it, it's always used in a... Uh, derogatory? I guess you can say... De- derogatory? Derogatory. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you can i mean it's it's not um it's not what's the word uh flattering
0: what's the
1: uh, i don't know no, no 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 you
0: you you've had so many great words this episode <laughs> I, I know
1: i know i know i know i can't remember what the word i'm thinking of is. it's hard to explain i don't know how to explain this you just kind of have are, to are be they, in the know they... but yeah it stands for that hottie over there and i it's never used you know for I'll I'll tell you this one time during an interview recently, Ti, you remember Ti yeah. the rapper? Oh, you know hell Ti. Yeah. So he he uh, caught some flack one time because during a podcast he was telling someone like, you know, yeah, you know, my daughter's a teenager. I've been spending extra time with her, putting in my thought prevention hours, and they had a laugh at it. And so I don't know, maybe that. Maybe that helps, okay. uh, you know the way he described it. Spending extra time with his teenage daughter translated to thought prevention hours. Oh,
0: okay. So, so, so question though, is it is it a similar type of stereotype to like a Karen, or is it kind of its own category where they're attractive but? bitchy or i i i i I don't know the distinction between these these different um nomenclatures that society has constructed over the past couple of years
1: (laughs) great use of the word nomenclature (laughs) uh it's it you're you're the expert in this it's not like karen okay it is. It's similar to Karen in the sense that it's somebody that you don't want to associate. Oh, with. Oh, I see. Right?
0: Okay, all right. See, and, and that's that's the concept that I was going. I mean, for, maybe. Yeah,
1: mi- yeah. and uh, I, I don't know how it's, it's strange. It's strange. It's like it's almost like trying, me uh, trying to explain the uh, the idiosyncrasies of what makes up a thought is like trying to explain colloquial English to somebody who – and English is their second language or third language. You know what I'm saying? There's a a bit of a translation barrier just because of the way that it's culturally used. Yeah, that's what happened. And you are,
0: you are <laughs> getting ready to go to a class. Tell me again. I, I don't recall you – Telling me what class you're taking?
1: Oh, I have a Zoom class. I never told you this.
0: I don't believe so. I never told you this at all. Well, dude, we had we had like a month break it's a class or whatever.
1: That um, oh, I guess you're right. But it's a class that teaches you the international phonetic alphabet and how to use it to help teach yourself various uh, accents. And dialects for for acting. Oh, right! I so do recall. We're that. learning yeah. it how words are how words are pronounced and how the alphabet the alphabet tells you how to pronounce a word. And so it's international. So all of the symbols mean the same thing, but words will be spelled with this international f- phonetic alphabet differently based on how you pronounce them. So I don't know if. Uh, you can see, but I have like a monologue kind of written out. I don't know if you can see. Oh
0: the, my God! The Are you serious? Holy shit! That's like a pi sign and a, a squared to the h, and a baga, and a, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it's also backwards. Well, for no, you. it's backwards. But I, I, I see. It's also backwards for you because it camera. seems super complicated, though. It it seems like literally another language i probably wouldn't be able to i mean i might be able to pronounce it but is that all phonetic is, like these weird symbols they they all mean different yes. phonetical
1: yeah constructs they all have a certain sound damn so how, how many
0: classes yeah. have you taken it's crazy it's a lot of fun
1: tonight will be the ninth class how many more and then next week is the last so class. you
0: are nearing the end Only how do you times. feel like you've uh grown
1: I like it a lot. I feel like... I've, I mean, it's definitely now... I mean, when you learn something new, if you write something in the phonetic, in the IPA, you know, I could definitely read it. But it's just been so much fun learning something new that you never... was never on your radar. You know? So, that's been cool. Damn. But, it's funny because the Zoom class is two hours. By the time... Straight? The class is near done. I'm like, re- I am ready it's for it to be two done. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun for sure. But what gets me, what kills me is when I haven't eaten enough or I have a headache or like something. And right now I ate, you know, which is why we started the podcast a little later. I have my water. I'm starting to get a little tired. So I'm I'm really hoping I, I do not become irritable because sometimes so it's only happened like once or once or twice where I'm like fuck it's seven o'clock one more hour it's like shit dude like I'm so ready to just go to bed right now and then seven fifty 7.50, seven fifty five I'm like dude please let's just end this class so I can go to bed I get so tired because I wake up at between four and. 5 or sometime today I woke up at 6 but by the time the class is done I'm I'm already ready for bed
0: bro I, I feel I feel you with that my uh my chaplaincy group that runs for like 8 hours with uh with a 1 hour break in the middle just it the, it, it comes to a point where at the end of Dude. the day you're just you just want to be done you're just tired of talking about whatever it is that you're talking about for the past however many hours
1: And it's like, it has to be eight hours. Okay. So with the chaplaincy, it's eight hours long.
0: Uh, But
1: how much time can it be?
0: Only like once a month, once every three weeks though.
1: Right. But how much of that eight hours, if you were to take, if, if the chaplaincy were to be run by you and a bunch of other people just like you. What are we talking about here? A four hour meeting instead of eight hours? Six hours instead of eight hours? If the chaplaincy was filled with people who were efficient, knew when to speak, knew when to keep their mouth shut, ask questions that were true questions, you know, not something that was already answered in an email from two weeks ago. So, we're talking
0: A plus efficiency. Is that because this is run through a. national certified board, the American, the ACPE, uh, it's required to have a certain number of hours. And so sometimes and I feel like this is part of it that sometimes they just need to fill space. And so irrelevant and random ass shit just comes up, which is not super beneficial to anybody, but it's required by the national board in order to be able to like receive a certification or something like that.
1: That's why I absolutely hate working for other people because there's always ass backwards, bureaucratic bullshit. And if I ever start a company, I will have full control and run that shit like a fucking dictatorship because I have zero tolerance for time wasting Bureaucratic hey, bullshit. Man. Fucking hate all
0: that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> fucking hate all of it. Stream streamline the process, right? Make make most use of our time. So, well, that's all I have. I don't know. Is there is there any closing thoughts that uh, you want to offer before you you head off to your your delightful two hour late night session?
1: Uh, well, I'll I'll add real quick uh, that. I've been roller skating every day for like an hour the last 10 days, and I have a little bit of a tan in my face. (laughs) A little bit of a tan. Just a little bit.
0: 80 degrees. Oh my god. Wow. Literally, dude, we had a couple of days that were... It got up into like the low 50s, and it was literally shorts and t-shirt weather. I I was going out shorts and t-shirt. This feels great. This is amazing. I cannot believe how awesome this weather is right now we're we're just numb we're numb i die (laughs)
1: when it's less than 55 degrees
0: bro heat wave
1: all right well i guess that concludes things for episode 185 of stream of thought until next time until
0: next time